And now, enjoy this free Jason Modcast show. I'm right here. Gotta shoot straight. I'm right here. Gotta shoot straight. Welcome to Shooting Straight. I am your host, David K. Montoya. And I'm Randolph Lofgren. All right, kids. We had some really... I have to address this first. (laughs) Because we have... um, Okay, after every episode of every podcast that we do, not only Shooting Straight, but the entire Jaisal Modcast, other than the ones that take place in Canada, uh... You know, we use the same computer, the same mixer, same mic, you know, for pretty much everything. And once I'm finished, because we have limited space, I break it down, put it away until next time. Well, (laughs) (laughs) so every time um, we put it back together, I I run a, a laptop which has a single input output jack which means I have to connect a splitter, one going to the speaker, one going to the mic, and then I have to run it individually from the uh, from the computer into two separate channels, into the mixing board. And then from the mixing board, you know, it, it, you can hear it, it records it, and everything's fine, like right now. Well, because of uh, a, I use a two RCA jack that goes into different ports, and for years now, mind you, I've been doing podcasts for five years now, and I've always known these are the same jacks, the same ports, different mixer, but same, you know, same thing. It's always been red, right? Always. And I just, you know, I, I don't know if it was just because I was excited to the podcast because of what happened yesterday. Um, yesterday, I was supposed to do the the Grindhouse Sleaze. We did a, a good show, I thought. I spun it down, went to listen to it, and it was complete and utter shit. And it just sounded horrible. So I was just kind of, you know, really wanting to put together a good show. Anyway, I reversed the wires. You've heard of a brain or a, a brain fart. He had a brain wrinkle. Fuck, dude. Yeah, exactly. I mean, just like. And as soon as he got it right, he's like, I wonder. And he looks at it and he goes, Red, right. <laughs> so, yeah, now I know what. And in fact, I bet you I did the same problem yesterday, too. I bet you that was the problem. Oh, yeah. It had to be, probably. Because those ones usually stay in, don't they? Or are those the ones that come out? No, they come out because they come. because they're so elevated. See how elevated they yeah, are? Yeah, you don't want to break them in right. the, inside the, the cabinet. Right. So, how was your week? Uh, mine was decent, you know what I mean? I had some good and bad, good responses from everybody. Uh, I uh, joined Twitter, so I'm a Twitterer or whatever it is. You're a tweeter. A tweeter, okay, yeah. And I got to learn how to use that, and I just got all kinds of people following me now and wanting to know more of my, my story, and everybody wants to know what happens next, and I'm like, oh, this is fun. And, and you know, I might have you grumpy because my brother tell you I get grumpy. But as soon as I come in here and we have everything set up, I just get the biggest grin on my face. And I love hearing myself. Yeah, I'm conceited. All right. 
<laughs> well, no. I mean, well, okay, let's just face it. Okay. Let's just let's just put it out on the table. Okay. If you didn't like the sound of your voice, you wouldn't podcast. Really? Okay. Yeah. Sounds like a good thing. That makes me a good podcaster then. As long as you pronunciate your words. Yeah. And I have to say, and if anybody heard episode two, he did such a good job on on podcasting. You just you you did great job. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. So I just want to throw that out there. Um, go ahead. You. Oh yeah. Well, uh, you guys mostly have heard my story and stuff, but I, I wanted to go a little bit in the past and tell you about a couple of um, pinnacle moments in my life that made me me. Uh, we're gonna get into other stuff sooner or later, you know. But oh, there's a year now. Uh, but anyways. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> you you gotta follow through. Go ahead. Mind you, we have an hour to kill. Right. So in the past, uh, most people that have been close to me have all passed away. And there's a, a major point where the turning point in my life, and that was when my Aunt Karen passed away. Um, I uh, don't know exactly how old I was. I can't remember. what Was it about 11 years old or something like that? I want to see, yeah, I believe so. Something, it was pretty traumatic. I, I, I only thing I remember about it that brings to mind is how awesome she was. She took me everywhere, did everything with me. Uh, uh, I was hers basically, but my dad is one that, you know, raised me and stuff like that. But, uh, the part of it is that she passed away on my birthday and ever since then, on my birthday, and of course my birthday's coming up in October, October fifteenth. For anybody out there, you need want to know. Uh, and ever since then, it's been hard for my birthday to be happy because most people are happy on their birthday, and I have to think about my aunt Karen passing away. Right. And and, and the funny part of it is, well, not funny, but. I always see things happening, or yet I manifest them in some way, my brother can tell you. And my dad had never missed a birthday before, and I'm waiting and waiting for him. And, and I told my mom, something's wrong, something's wrong. My dad's not here. He's never missed a birthday. And uh, a phone call come up. And right, right before the phone call came up, I saw my Aunt Karen passing away. And it was a weird feeling. And as soon as the phone call and my mom answered and picked up the phone, I knew right then and I, I broke down. I, I lost it. And as an 11, maybe 12 years old, you don't know how to handle stress or traumatic situations like that. So I, I just ran off and my mom went looking for me everywhere. And I was in the backfield behind our house just crying my way. And she's all, well, what's the matter? You know, why why'd you take off? I, I said, well, I know. I know. She's like, what do you know? She's, I said, my Aunt Karen died. My mom lost it right then and there she's like how do you know that i said that's the only thing that would stop my dad from coming and so i just wanted you guys to know a little bit about that because that's an important moment too in my life and then uh hold on hold on uh, you went through that way too fast i did yeah you did we were we're going to have to dissect it a little bit. Okay, sounds good. You help me out with it. Of course, that's what I'm here for. Um, so, October 15th is your birthday. Yes. 
and you can send all gifts to. Oh, give them our actual address. No, I'm teasing. <laughs> I'm, like, well, I'm teasing. I, I was like, <laughs> it's it's a it's kind of a. I, I can feel the seriousness coming on, so I had to break it a little bit. Yeah, just, just make you smile. Um, let's see. So it was your birthday, October fifteenth, and I can't remember the age. I know we were in junior high, and if you you go ahead and get emotional, go ahead. It's all right. Um, I'm trying to remember. I, I believe it was junior high. I I remember and I remember this specifically because of the number. She was 38. Yeah. And I know I there's for some reason it's it's the number. I know how old she was when she was th- you know she was 38. And. Um, I'm trying to remember. She wasn't well. She was ill. And uh, she tried to kill herself a lot of different times. But she always did good by me and treated me well. And uh, she, I loved her so much. She was, from my recollection, she was always, always sweet. Yeah. She loved us kids. And your mom used to work for her. Helped around. That's when I met you. Right. We became the best of friends. Well, not at first. We didn't at first. I don't remember. What. You didn't like me at first. I didn't. No. Oh. I don't remember the the exact details, but it, it I think it was like the second or third time we we started playing together. But the initial meetup was like you didn't care for me. Well, you got a good memory. <laughs> I I don't know why I do. I just I remember it. Um. So let's see. I'm trying to think of how to approach this with, you know, just just do it. Um, I think part of it is is that we need to know what happened. I don't know. You don't know. I've never been told. I was thinking about it earlier. I I don't actually know what happened really. Okay. Do you do you know? No, actually, no. That's why I was I was I don't know, and that's why it's always been hard for me because I don't know, and nobody will tell me. Yeah, um, I ask about it, and they say, "Don't worry, your aunt just loved you. That's all you need to know." Yeah, it was never. They won't tell me, me. and I really wish I knew. I'm old enough now to take it, and I would love to know. You okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Okay. Just take a deep breath. We got serious fast. Yeah, I know. That's why I tried to go through it real fast. I didn't. I was trying to get you not to talk about it, but I knew you were going to. And um, so that was that was the beginning of what? What do you think triggered in you that? caused it i mean other than the fact obviously it was on your birthday but what what was it what inside you was triggered well it's like this when anything or or everything was going bad or or anything she stopped her problems and cared about what i had to say and what i did and she was always there to take me in take me places Right. And my cousins were there too, 
it was just always a happy, good time. Then when she passed away, it slowly changed a little bit. Then my Uncle Don took into took in to her place and made it as fun as it could be for me. But it never was the same. And then there's my cousins and stuff like that, and I love them deeply. But I just don't feel like I have them like I used to. All right, let's let's just kind of pick it up a little bit. Pick up uh pick up the situation. Um your cousins. Yeah. Well, I say your cousins. It's our cousins. Uh, our cousins, but yeah, your cousins. Um talk about them a little bit because I know that'll make you smile. So go ahead. Think about think about where you were, you know, when you were a kid, you know. Well, there's there's Julie Bug. She always cared about me and made sure that I was doing okay and that, that the big brothers, Derek and, and Rodney, weren't getting me in trouble. <laughs> and then there's the serious Lori where she always tried to instill good things in me and, and make sure that I cared about myself and that I was important too. Now, with Lori, I will go online, and uh, on record rather, and say – I swear, I honestly thought she was going to be like a lawyer or a judge or something. I don't know why. Right, right. But she did, that's just the way she, she struck me was, you know, she was very, very straight and narrow. Yeah. You know, by the book. And I always I always saw her in, in law enforcement, not as a cop or anything, but, you know, right, like as a, right. Go ahead. Then there's my, my hot rod, Rodney, one that, that – always made sure that I laughed and, and that I smiled and that I had something fun to do. And I, I, he moved up North to humble after Aunt Karen died. It was hard on him too. So he left. And then, uh, later on in life, he came back around and, uh, he really cared for me and took care of me and I uh, made sure that I was doing right. And he didn't want me to follow in the family foot footsteps of drinking alcohol and drugs and doing bad and then there's straight there where he taught me about the streets and what there was that you need to know and that's when I learned seriousness that the world wasn't perfect but we make the best of it I I owe a lot to Derek as far as who I am today because I think she, I think he's the one who put that that bug in my mind as a little boy, you know, about owning your own business. Yeah. He's the one who introduced me to the libertarian movement. He's also the one who introduced me to being, you know, the idea, the concept of being a humanist. So he he play I I have utmost respect for him. Yes. And yeah, it's, it's too bad we don't we're we're not in in contact anymore. But you know we are all spread out across you know the United well mainly in California still. But yeah, but we all have our own lives and our own situations and things that we do. He's got beautiful children, and so does my cousin Rodney and and my cousin Julie. But Lori doesn't have none yet. She needs some kids. <laughs> She, but she's also uh, an executive over at Disney. Yeah, she worked her way up from just a gopher doing things around the office and helping people, all the way up to an executive. That that's impressive, kids. That really is. Yeah. So, okay, 
give me a happy memory. Give me a happy memory of you and your cousins. And you're already smart, so it already hits your memory. Go ahead and tell it. Well, we, my aunt Karen liked to party a lot, and we'd have parties and, and stuff like that around her house. Her house was basically built to party. She had a party room down that she turned her garage into that she uh, had guests and people over all the time. And uh, my cousins would, when they weren't partying, would make me haunted houses. And I would uh, go to the haunted houses, and each one of them would scare me in their own way. And, and <laughs> it was just really fun. It always built me a different haunted house all the time. That's cool. What else? Keep going. I'm, I'm trying to uplift you. I'm trying to put you in a better mood. Yeah. Uh, there's always where we were fighting. They taught me how to fight. I, I'm I'm kind of a scrapper, you know. No, we don't know. Go ahead. Yeah, I like to fight, not really to hurt people. I I just enjoy the fisticuffs. My grandpa and my uncle loved boxing, and I watched boxing from the time I was two or three years old, and I uh, had an enjoyable time, and so I picked it up, and then I ended up learning martial arts. And I uh, picked that up, so I'm well defending of myself. But I learned not to be the aggressor, more of the defender. Okay. Um, I think one of my favorite, and, and of course you were. No, I'm, I'm not going to get into us trying to kill each other. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. Yeah. You knew I was laughing up. Yeah. That'll come in time. Yeah. And we did, kids. We literally tried to kill each other. Yeah, all the time. Um, it was fun. But, no, I was going to say one of my favorite memories, and it, it, it it's with you, obviously. Um, we were down in the, the downstairs of, of uh, Don and Karen's house, and um, I remember they had an old Commodore. Well, it wasn't old then, you know, it was in the eighties. So it was brand new if, you know, we were kids, but I remember that was the first time I'd ever seen a computer and, um, Rodney had set it up where we got to play some game. I can't I remember. remember that now. Oh my God. That is so cool. That's the first time. And, and it was the game with the little walls with the ball and you bounce them back and forth and yeah. then, and then pong, pong. pong. And then after that, he ended up getting a Frogger game, and we were playing Frogger. Yes. Oh, my God. That is so awesome. Um, I apologize for the background. I don't know if you can hear the background noise. Um, but, I can. But we live in Southern California, so you're going to hear sirens eventually. Yeah, nothing bad's happening to us, and nobody's trying to get us. Yeah, we're fine for the most part. <laughs> Um, let's see. Let's, let's do something here. Um, I keep getting text messages and I apologize. Uh, let's see. I want, okay. Oh, oh, okay. I want you in your own words to talk about how special it is because you, you were telling me last week about, you know, the, the, the reciprocation that you're getting from listeners and how special that is to you and i want you while i'm talking i want you to think about it i want you to put it in your own words and i want you to tell the listeners how special it is to hear from them because i know you've gone through life and we're going to get there 
but you 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 feel like you've been alone for a long time but this is an open door to new people and people that you don't even know yeah are dropping you emails dropping you messages telling them telling you encouraging you so i want you to take a minute and i want you to tell them how you feel how special they are to you go ahead well First, I gotta start. Like he says, uh, I felt like I was alone, and when you feel like you're alone, then you're lonely. And so when I get all these texts and people are talking to me, asking me how I'm doing and stuff like that, it lifts my spirit. I I know it's a phone, but I love playing on my phone and not just playing games or anything like that. I like to uh. Keep talking. Keep talking. <laughs> I like to uh, conversate with people, you know, talk to people. I have lots to say, and, and it's fun talking to new people, and it's interesting the responses that I'm getting, you know, especially from our commod, commod I can't even say the word, commod, help me here, commodities, com, com, camaraderies. I did it. Yay. Camaraderies. Camaraderie, you mean? Yeah, camaraderies. Like Steph and Mike and and Mario and Russo. You know, it, they're in it too with us. You it, mean cohorts. Cohorts. They're more cohorts because camaraderie means competition. Oh, okay. The cohort is, yeah. is Okay. See, my brother's a good corrector. He, he likes to correct grammar. <laughs> it's his pet peeve. so my sister too yeah it's yeah just ask my kids yeah (laughs) so go ahead keep going but it's fun they ask me how i'm doing what i'm up to uh when i post stuff or share stuff i because i try to share positive information and positive stuff about my life or or things that i've read like for instance i just read and i'd like to share with people out there uh this little saying that came from a Facebook feed. If you can't be positive, be quiet. I love that. That's a shirt. I know, isn't it? And when I saw that, I was like, you know, if I can't be positive, usually I am quiet. Yeah. And so that goes well with me. And if you're going to be positive like you've been and people out there, it makes me just overgloriously happy. It makes me giddy, okay? <laughs> like a little schoolgirl. <laughs> uh, yeah. So keep it up, you know. Can I give him my email again? That's I was setting you up, brother. Yeah. Uh, it's Randy Man twenty three eighty eight at gmail and I'm also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Randolph Lofgren. I'm so happy that I convinced him to go into Twitter. He, he okay, not only just okay, I, I'm going to pat myself on the back here. Yeah, you should. Because I'm responsible for him doing social media. He was so against social media when I when I uh, got him back in my life. He was like, no conspiracy, <laughs> you know. And I'm like, come on, come on, you can do it. You know that, uh, what is that, Rob Schneider? You can do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, So, but yeah, you can find him on uh, 
Facebook, it's Randolph R. Lofgren or just Randolph Lofgren? Randolph Lofgren. Okay, Randolph Lofgren. Spell it because it's not R- Randa- Randolph is not a common name. R-A-N-D-O-L-P-H, then Lofgren, L-O-F as in Frank, G-R-E-N, and that's through all of them. Uh, you can figure out because he does have a lot of old accounts on Facebook but the one okay go to uh, facebook.com slash jazomodcast j-a-y-z-o-m-o-d-c-a-s-t and the number one and you will find the posting there that's his active account or if you're a Twitter follower you like how I'm plugging it? Yeah, 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 I love it. Is uh, twitter.com slash jazomodcast, J-A-Y-Z-O-M-O-D-C-A-S-T. And again, but this time his handle is at Lofgren, L-O-F-G-R-E-N, Randolph, R-A-N-D-O-L-P-H. Yes, he's my brother. I can kick this off very quickly without thinking about it. <laughs> and that's his specific Handle because I don't think there's any Randy Lofgrens in on Twitter that I, I know of. No, not that I know. And then on Instagram, I think it's pretty much the same thing. Is there's only one Randy Lofgren? Yeah. Though the rest of them you'll see by the the last posts on them that they're not active, and I didn't know how to get rid of them. I think once you make a Facebook, you're stuck on it. My brother would tell me no, or, or is it true or not? Um, there's there's a way to do it, but you've yeah. got to go to them and tell them to, to cancel your account or something like that. Um, I'll have to look it up. There is a way. But, yeah. Because um, I would like to get rid of them. There are some old ones, and everybody tries to find me, and they go to those ones, but... Well, there's there's one I I don't know. It there's there's one that I would actually prefer you to keep even though you don't use it. There was one that was it means a lot to me specifically. Oh, when I found you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um and that again, that's just sentimental value for yeah. nothing else. We'll just keep them all in. Let them find me. If you can't find me then too bad. <laughs> Again, go to the Jaisal Monca or or I forgot one kids. You can go to jaisalmon.com, J A Y Z O M O N.com slash jaisalmodcast slash shooting underscore straight. And you can scroll down to the bottom and you'll see Randy's picture. And under it, you'll see the icons for Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All you have to do is just click on those bad boys. And that was a lot better and a lot easier. Why didn't we think of that at first? <laughs> we, met, we set it up like that on purpose. <laughs> We're just wasting time. <laughs> I enjoy – I mean, other than um, – it's – we laugh about it. But it's it is very therapeutic because we do laugh. We enjoy each other's company. Um, you know, for some reason you think I'm pushy and I'm always pushing stuff on you, but you're just making me stronger. You're you're trying to make me right. I know, and I've had a hard life, and you know I have, and uh, you just want me to be me again. Absolutely. But I was gonna say is 
this is this is the time even though there's a mic in front of us this is a time that we're brothers nothing more nothing less we're brothers right and we can be and we can enjoy each other's company we can laugh we can cry we can be serious and you know can i i'm i'm going to i feel like i need to say this to the listeners if you are someone who has always wanted to podcast or been radio thought about doing radio or something do it yes do it i wasn't too sure about it but i absolutely love it it's so much fun i just like i said i'm giddy like a little schoolgirl. you know uh in my my five-year plan five six-year plan uh we eventually i see us in on uh you know, like XM radio or something, and you'll, you'll wake up in the morning and you'll, you'll hear Randy. You'll hear Randy man doing his AM radio show. <laughs> so. I would love it. Yeah. I actually was dreaming about that last night. It's funny. You brought it up. Really? Let's you know, it. it's going to happen now. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Oh, I don't, I didn't say, say my radio show. Just the thought of what you said right there. It kind of was exactly like that. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be on radio. Because I'm always trying to tell you we should start internet radio or something. Well, we did look into starting an internet radio uh, with iHeartRadio, which is, you know, pretty big. Unfortunately for us, um, and, and I, I won't even sugarcoat it. I'm, I will totally be honest with the listener. While, when we, shoot. What was it? 20, 2012, 2013 is when I started the, the Jizzle Modcast. Uh, within like the couple years, we were pulling in big numbers. Well, you know, this is our essentially our third week in in podcasting world, and we're just not pulling huge, huge numbers. We are pulling good numbers, but not huge like right. before. And um, we will though. Yeah, we will. But uh, you know, you have to have the numbers in order to get advertisers. And that's the name of the game kids is getting some advertisers, getting some money. Uh, it's like, what, what was it? $1,400 a year or something like that. Yeah. $129 or something like that a month. Yeah. To, to be hosted on the iHeart radio. And while I totally see that as, you know, something I would be considering, Absolutely, if 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 we had an, an advertiser, but at the current moment we don't have that ability. Right, right. So in time. In time. All right. Um, let's go ahead and jump back on the serious track. Uh, what else do you have that you want to talk about? I don't know. What do you have to talk about? You give me something, and I'll go with it. Really, you don't have anything else? No, not really. Just my. My little Indian thing, but we're not ready for that yet. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. My mind was a little boggled this week, so I didn't get too much stuff down. Do you want to talk about yesterday? What was bothering you yesterday? Yeah. Because you had a rough day yesterday. Yeah, I had a bad day yesterday. I uh, started thinking about my dog and and what happened to her and I'm not going to get into specifics with it but I started thinking that she suffered and uh, that was so hard for me to, to think that my dog suffered because I'd just rather her go easy sleep or something but I believe 
with what happened to her, and I don't want to talk about it on radio and get in specifics, but it was bad. Think of the worst thing you can think of and double it. It was graphic, yeah. And uh, all I can think of is with what happened, she did have to suffer. I don't think so. You don't? No. And the reason being is because I was the one that went out there. And she was very peaceful. She looked very peaceful. There was a very peaceful aviance about her. Really? Yes. And I don't, I don't get, you know, I didn't get that vibe. Okay. Well, I appreciate you telling me that. It helps out a lot. Yeah. Even though what it was, it was what it was. Yeah. There was a very peaceful vibe to the situation. If that makes any sense at all. A little too deep, a little too heavy. Yeah, just a little bit. I miss her so much. <laughs> but since then, my other dog, I have another dog. Her name's Michelle. She's my everything. I've had her for 11 years now. She saved my life. And uh, she's taken up the slack. Oh, my God. We haven't talked about that. Let's talk about that. That is, This is an amazing story, kids. Go ahead. I know it's jumping into the future a little bit, yeah, but it's a story that needs to be told. Well, I'll tell a little bit because I can't get way too much into it. You know what I mean? Right. But uh, I was someone tried to kill me, or multiple people tried to kill me twice. Legitimately tried to kill you. Yeah, they had bashed my head in when I was sleeping because I used to drink and do drugs and take pills, and I'd pass out. People knew that, and they broke my window, and I didn't hear it, and they came in and hit me over the head, and I was bleeding, gushing blood, and my dog started licking it. The only thing that that made me come coherent was that my dog was licking the blood, so I woke up, and then when I woke up, I could stop the blood, and then I, I called the ambulance, and then it took off, and then... Not only once, it happened a second time, and she saved me a second time. Now, if you go and you you meet Randy in person, and eventually I, I, I'm laying my tracks down where you can meet Randy in person. I'm not saying <coughs> life <coughs> podcast. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Anyway, if you notice, and, and when uh, – he was telling me about it. He laughed, and he and it, it kind of made me laugh because he's like, "Oh, I, I've got the Harry Potter." Uh, oh Lord! Scar. And everybody that I it notices me goes, "Oh, you got a Harry Potter scar?" And I'm like, "No, really, I know." Yeah, and uh, go ahead, explain what it is. It's a lightning bolt on my head where they hit me, and I know what they hit me with because they left it there. It was an axe handle that was fiberglass, and it was octagon. Uh-huh. So when it hit. The parts that hit ended up making the design of a of a lightning bolt. Now, see, kids, the big mistake that these people made is the Lofgren males have a skull of iron. Yeah, I mean, it was. And it's really the truth, to be honest with you. Oh, I'm not. I'm not playing. I'm, you no, know, I know. Uh, what is it? An average person has one in what? I don't remember. One in three quarters inch thick skull. I have like. Two and three quarter inch skull. Me and my dad, since we were little, used to headbutt, and then you headbutted my sister. I think he headbutted you too. Oh, right? Of course he did. Yeah. And, 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 but I didn't have the genetics. That shit hurt. Yeah. <laughs> but my sister headbutted. But and then, and then my my niece, 
I know it's terrible. I'm going to get crap for it later on in life. I've taught her how to headbutt little Lily Bug. And I taught her how to rope a dope box and everything like that because my dad would have done it. You know? Oh, yeah. But she's a little brawler. <laughs> she, she's with our sister right now, which I extremely miss. I do, too. That's why I brought her up because it. Going to the headbutt, she loves the headbutt with me. <laughs> uh, you snorted. That's I funny. know, I know. On live TV, I just thought of a TV live radio. <laughs> um, so when did that happen? When did they try to kill you? Uh, and I say that very nonchalantly. I don't know. It's been in the last seven years, so it was in between that time, say four years, because. In between all that, after that, I had my two heart attacks. Oh, you're bringing it up already, huh? Yeah. All right, go ahead. So uh, I had two heart attacks. The first one, I I have a couple of mental problems. I wouldn't say illnesses or disabilities, just mental problems, maybe difficulties. And uh, I lost my train of thought for a minute. Got a pothole. Yeah, I did. I hit a pot. No pot. Where were you at? Huh? Where were we at? You were talking about you're setting yourself up to tell the heart heart attack story. Yeah. And the first one, I thought I was having a panic attack because I have really bad panic attacks where it feels like I'm having a heart attack. But I know how to decipher them now by feeling or coming to my brother and be like, dude, am I having a heart attack? He's like, no, you're having a panic attack. So I went a whole two hours before calling an ambulance and I decided at three o'clock in the morning because it happened at one o'clock to call my mom and see, I should have died. Because I had it when I was sleeping, and it woke me up because it was a sharp stab in the chest. And uh, I called my mom, and my mom says, what? Call the ambulance. And I called the ambulance, and they said, oh, yeah, you got a heart attack. We got to rush you to the hospital. And then they were talking about possibly cracking me open. But luckily, I got a, a, a stent a stint. put in. And then uh, a month and a half later, I had a second one because they didn't realize when they went in that there was two clogged arteries, and it's on the right side. So they put another one in, and so I had two heart attacks. And this time, I knew I was having a heart attack, so I I literally called someone. I didn't call nobody. Luckily, someone stopped by. I was going to die that night. I couldn't move or do anything. Uh-huh. And I was in my house, and someone stopped by to smoke some weed with me. And I was like, I smoked the weed, relaxed a little bit, and the weed helped me calm down because I was panicking too from it, which is makes it worse when you panic. Right, it does. And, and I said, dude, I don't have a phone. You don't have a phone. Go to the nearest person that you see in a car and uh, tell them that I'm having a heart attack, and I'll come out here and sit in a chair so they can see it if they have to come. And they came, and they called, and they sat with me, and the ambulance came and got me. I know I'm going fast. So I'll try to slow down a little bit. Oh, you may, you may. Must have been on my face. Huh? Yeah, I'm getting it now. I, I know you. <laughs> so that happened, and then I've been pretty good since then. I had a couple of incidents of some angina, mm-hmm. but uh, from there I've been doing pretty good. Don't you think I'm getting pretty healthy? You are losing weight. Doctor said I need to lose 50 pounds, although we don't have a scale around here to tell, and he's too busy all the time to weigh me. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah. I had two heart attacks. That's a lot if you guys think about all the stuff that I talk about. How, I should be How dead. old are you? I'm 40. All right. Just putting it out there. I'm going to make 40 more years and they're going to be good. Yes. 
none of this nonsense or anything. It's going to be glorious. Watch. This some bitch. He'll, he'll go. He'll pull a Stan Lee. He'll be like 96 years old. Oh, I know. I already <laughs> see myself because of like all the stuff I've been through, you know? <laughs> We're waiting for uh, the, what is it? Uh, autobiography. Oh, yeah. I was thinking that this morning, too. Was really? Yeah, because I was thinking, he's going to say that sooner or later from all my stories, that this needs to be turned into a book. Because I see it this way. I see the podcast as, number one, helping you. Yes, it it does. But also, I think it's almost a cautionary tale for the people that are listening. Right. You know. You walked a certain way in life for most of your life, right. you know, and you paid the piper. It's a hard knocks life. That's funny. That was playing in my head. <laughs> and I think, like I said, I think it's 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 a double whammy. It's good for you and it's good for them. Right. I hope they get something from it because I don't want anybody. I wouldn't wish this on anybody to have a life that I did. But I appreciate my life and the lessons that I learned because without hardness – and something that's worth it, there's no morals or anything from it, you know? Because I'm going to jump back to last year, right before your birthday, and he was very anxious, and I, I couldn't figure out why he was anxious, and then finally, closer he got to his birthday, he finally revealed why all that anxiety, and he was legitimately afraid that he was not going to make it to 40. Uh and then he's like, he kept telling me, he's like, As, if I can make it to 40, if I can go past 40, I'm okay. I'm yeah. okay. I'm okay. Yeah. Well, 41 is knocking at the door, sir. I know. Woohoo. So. I'm happy. So, yeah, you know, it just, there is. And it's going to be a good one. I'm going to do something, man. I'm going to probably, uh, no, not probably. I don't know why I use that word. Excuse me. I want to do it with my brother. I mean. I actually, on my birthday last year, celebrated by going to breakfast. You remember? Yes. Yes. And you're like, you want to take me to breakfast on your birthday. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm happy. I'm alive. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, we we always move forward with the best intentions to improve. <clears throat> but I think Randy, out of everybody that I've met in my life, is legitimately in the last year – Move forward with the intentions of honestly improving himself as a person and in life. And, you know, there's there's always obstacles. And like I've told all my all three of my well, not three. I the baby's still too young to understand this, but I've told, you know, Jaden and Zoe, is if it wasn't hard, the accomplishment wouldn't mean anything. Exactly. And that's why I think your heart, your life has been so difficult and hard is because as you're approaching your final accomplishment of achieving happiness, you will truly appreciate it more than if you were to get it at 17, 18 years old. You get it. I get it. I get it. And that's why I get frustrated when either I get off the trail a little bit or like like my brother used to say, if you drive with your head down all the time, you might miss the right the right off ramp and go down the wrong one. Yeah, 
And this is coming from someone who got their their license accidentally. <laughs> but that's another place for another. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's something totally. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, incriminate myself on that. <laughs> yeah, I think I've done that a couple of times already. <laughs> Uh, Sue me. Take me to jail. It's not the first time. Yeah. Don't worry, kids. It's been like 20 years since that happened. I can drive. Yeah, he drives good. <laughs> he scares me sometimes, but I trust him in a scary way. Yeah. <laughs> I won't do anything that I, as long as I know I have control. If I have control, I'll do it. If not, then I won't. You know, right. It's, uh, yeah. But, um. Damn, dude, this is another this this one went deep. This one really deep. Yeah, a little bit more into me. People are really gonna be like, Oh my lord Jesus. I want to say how much I appreciate you just putting it all on Front Street. Oh yeah. There, I don't hide nothing. I, I I don't care what anybody knows or doesn't know. You know, it's out there for them to to hear. Yeah. Or if they want to ask me any questions, you know, about something maybe I didn't touch on or something I did, I'll answer it. I'll answer any text, any – well, not text, sorry. Any email or anything like that. Well, yeah, you, you got to get to know him first before, you know, he he starts texting you, especially if you're an attractive woman. I'm just putting that back out there. Oh, yes. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. <laughs> if If you're an attractive woman, you're likely get a faster response. Again, just putting it out there. Yeah. So, okay, um, gosh, you, we've, I mean, there were some things that we kind of blew through, which we'll probably have to go back in. Oh, and, yeah, I and, figured that we'd do that back and forth a little bit. It sounds like, I'm going to have to get, like, padded walls or something. Because you hear the TV now? I can hear, yeah, I can hear TV going. Yeah, so can I. And um, it's it's because we have the mic set now. Even though it's, how do I explain it? You set, you can set the headphones at a certain level, but you set the mics at a certain level. So I'm hoping that the mics don't pick up the TV, but because we can hear each other better, I, I have the the volume cranked up a little bit higher than normal. Um, just because I don't know if you can hear it in my voice, but my allergies are kind of flared today. So are mine. So I have the headphones cranked up. Um, uh, let's see. I'm trying to think about anything good. I'm looking at the time here. We actually, we're, we're almost, we're, our pacing is like really well. We're at 41 minutes. Really? Should I? Um, well, let me, let me just kind of peek or think about what, um, Okay, so you've got um, – you're editing a book, right? Yes. How's that going? It's going well. I love the story. I got a text or a message this morning asking me from Stephanie Barty how I was doing and how it's going. She's getting antsy. And so <laughs> I, I just need a quiet place to, to really get it done. I'm probably going to have to go somewhere to do it. But right. it's gonna get done. And then, what else? What got, else have I thrown on your plate? That got my poems. Uh, you give me art projects sometimes. But I mean, right now, I mean, other than podcasting, right now, your major function is is the just editing, editing that book right now. Okay. See, kids, I throw so much crap on them. I have to think about what I, you know. <laughs> 
I'm not pushy though. I'm just uh, I I'm I have high expectations. Yeah, I was just gonna say that. <laughs> this is what I expect. Uh, Off of like that X Men movie. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say you feel feel sorry for my kids. <laughs> uh, let's see. So, uh, I know this is nothing deep or anything, but you got to watch a movie. Oh, yeah, I got to watch Deadpool 2. It was off the hook. Hilarious. Me and my brother and, and little Zoe watched it. It was it was good. I, I, I yeah. laughed so much. Yes, I, I laughed. He saved everything. Usually he'll tell me about movies if we don't go together, but I didn't go this time. Something happened. I don't know, but I uh, loved watching it with him. He has nice TV and nice surround sound, and it was just awesome. It was like being at the theater. I was going to say is I remember – because it was Jay and I that went and we were going to bring you too, but that was like, you had bronchitis or something. You were sick. I mean, you were like legitimately dying sick. Yeah. Which let's see. What time do we got? Okay. There's something I just said that just kind of clicked in my head. When you showed up May of last year, what was wrong with you? What did you have? Do you remember? No. You had pneumonia. Oh yeah, and it just kind of clicked in my head. And they keep t- they keep telling me all oh, the doctors. I'm like, no, I'll be all right. I could do fix it. It'll be fine. <laughs> I just need an Irish remedy. Yeah, an Irish and I, remedy. And I did, didn't I? Yeah. My dad has an Irish remedy. It's uh, whiskey, cinnamon sticks, lemon juice, and of course I make my own where I add uh, pomegranate with blueberry for antioxidants. Right. And it knocks it out every time. Yeah. Not telling you to do that because it, it don't get you drunk or nothing because you burn a lot of the alcohol off. Right. But it helps. It breaks up the, the pneumonia in the chest. We have problems like that in our family. Yeah. Uh, but the reason why I brought up the movie is because I, I even though I, I have a, a very big library of movies, I'm, I don't watch that much TV. You don't. And I watch more than you. We actually got to sit down together. And watch the movie. And that was kind of a special moment, I thought. Because, yeah, I did too. I, I loved it. It made my night. I mean, there were some points where... Now, I, I you can, you're free, the listener. You're free to, you know, email me and disagree with me. Um, I'm, it's okay. You know, it's you right to disagree with me. But language is language. Spoken word is spoken word. And cussing to me does not bother me for having my kids hear quote unquote bad language. This doesn't bug me. Now that's why I let my daughter watch the movie, but there was some scenes that I did say, look away, you know, there, there, there's that line. But as far as language goes, you know, it's words, words are words. You know what I'm saying? Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. (laughs) Uh, so yeah, it was good times. So we had a, a blast, um, watching the movie and I, I'm looking forward to part three. There's so much more. And one of these days I'm going to bring you on to, uh, my public life as an American nerd and right. we can talk infinity war right. because one thing that we haven't touched on is Randy, even though, People can Google me and find out, you know, I created Jay Zoman, I created Dark Myth Productions. 
when I created Dark Myth Productions in 1990, someone created New Wave Comics <laughs> that same day. Yeah. So that's that's something about you that we can to we come, can, still to come. Well, we could talk about that, like I said, on the 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 nerd cast right. because it's it's nerd appropriate. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, we just we just went through ten minutes. It's fifty one. Actually, it's fifty. Well, let me tell them the right thing. That's what I'm setting you up for. So right. go ahead and, and hit them with what you got this week. All right. Uh, just remember, uh, anything that you want to accomplish or do, just do it any way that you have to. That's all I can say. Absolutely. Go ahead. That was it. Okay. I thought you took a deep breath. I thought you were going to go on. I had to breathe out. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I can. I can. Here, are you? Is it allergies or is yeah. it you got a cold? No, it's allergies. All right, you're gonna have to go make yourself a hottie toddy. No, no hottie toddy. Yeah, or find yourself a hottie toddy. Oh yeah, that would help. <laughs> Sweat that shit. I out. was going to do it. <laughs> oh yeah, you gotta do it. I was like, that's not appropriate. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's my show. I'll say what I want. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You can say whatever you want. Um, again, thank you for just being out on front street i i there i've received so many emails from people that i know that have listened to the show that are like fuck how, how does he just put it out on front street and i said you know that's randy randy he's never even good bad or indifferent he's never hit anything he's just like this is what it is yeah take it or leave it and that's just the way you approach the podcast and it's great I enjoy it. I enjoy I talking, and it, you know, smiles or cries. It's it's all you know. It's all part of the experience of life. Yep. All right, kids. That's it for this week. Uh, come back next week, and I will make sure that Randy has some more good stories to have. And I, the reason I say that is because, like, a day before we podcast, I'm like, make your list. And in fact, he has a list in front of him that he he wants to talk about. Um, it's all his experience. This is 100% real because I did get a, a you know question. I don't know. This shit's real. This shit is real. 100%. <laughs> I can tell you that. Um, yeah, two heart attacks, broken back, cancer. You try to kill me. We'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. Um. Yeah, but, you know, even though I tried to kill him, I still loved him. I still love him, but you know what I'm trying to say. All right, for this week, I am David K. Montoya. And I'm Randolph Lofker. And we'll see you next week Bye. for Shooting Straight. I'm right here. Got to shoot straight. I'm right here. Got to shoot straight. I'm right here, but you've got to shoot straight.